I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. The back of the club sip and moe is where you'll find me. The back of the club mac and hose my crew's behind me. Mad question asking. Hey, happy birthday, B.I.G. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in a very special Tuesday. So everybody knows number one is Dumb Thrones. Number two is Big's birthday. Because remember, I'm not celebrating his death anymore. That's morbid as shit. I don't know what's wrong with y'all people. Um, And then number three, we got Patrice C. in the house. Um, Hello. Hey Patrice, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Great, good. great. Um, you know, how's that weather up there? You gotta get that. It, we have spring today. It's magic. <laughs> yeah, well, spring comes for you, and uh, it was storming uh, a minute ago up here. I was like, just don't let the power go out. Just don't yeah. let the power go out, and we made it, so we're good. And um, also, I like to say happy birthday to Nick Jew, who listened to the show. So, um. All right, man. Let's uh, let's talk about some thrones. Um, Patrice, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear oh, okay, you. Okay, I thought I lost. Okay, cool. We good. We good. Um, let's talk about some. Th- oh wait, actually no. This is the Blackout Tips, and um, it's a podcast, and we do it five times a week, and you should know that by now. Um, and all you have to do is uh, go to iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podomatic, leave us five star reviews on iTunes, leave comments and stuff on the page, vote. All these good things, ways to interact with the show, all the contact information is the about section of the show. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. Just go to the blackoutist.com slash about and you can get all our contact info. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, appreciate everybody signing up. I will send out a new update on how many premium subscribers we have tomorrow. Um, and let's just say my arm is feeling like it's kind of getting hot now. Um, cause I promised to get a tattoo if we got to a hundred and, uh, it's getting up there, man. So, uh, we're well past, we're past halfway, um, which is officially time for me to start, you know, making some plans, looking at some prices cause, uh, I feel like this is going to happen. So, uh, I mean, now hopefully we get to 99 and everybody goes, (laughs) everybody stops. Yeah. If everybody's cool with 99, we all make an agreement. Hey, I understand. I won't have any hard feelings with y'all. Uh, with the 99 so that that's cool with me um but uh yeah hopefully you know we uh reach that landmark goal and that would be uh awesome uh also let me knock this out the way right up front we are sponsored today mm-hmm, on big's birthday uh we're sponsored by a very sexy sponsor and it wouldn't be right if i didn't play some sexy music from from notorious big so let me find the one sexy song he made <laughs> and uh <laughs> See if we can see if we can get it jamming oh, up now. Oh, now one more chance. <laughs> one more chance. That's sexy to you. Here's another one. And another one. This is the only time R. Kelly will ever be played on this show without being a joke. That's true. Oh no, <laughs> fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, maybe you can go to adamandeve.com and check out this offer and you'll be going, I'm fucking you tonight. (laughs) If things go right, you know, get that package. This is the song that plays in my head every time I check the P.O. box. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. 
Uh, but go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. Get 50% off of just about any item. And we have tested the limits of the items, and I haven't found one yet that you don't get 50% off of. True. Um, but that's not all you get. You also get three free adult DVDs of white people in slow motion having beautiful sex with HD cameras and <laughs> production value no cameramen Costumes, getting involved no 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 uh yeah. after the after the shoot sex and the bonus scenes none, none very professional okay i'm talking people filled out forms taxes filed taxes yeah people filed taxes on these you know you put porn star down as your occupation man these, these are serious people when it comes to these sex dvds uh and you also get a free extra gift that's so central that i don't know what it is and i never do it's always different and to top it off they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So go to adamandeve.com for the special offer. 50% off one item. When you put in the code, what is the code? TVGWT. That is how you get your 50% off, your three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. TVGWT at adamandeve.com. All right. Enough nonsense. <laughs> Not nonsense. It's time for the thrones. Um, He's like, I better get out the way now because I know I forget. Yeah, I, I was looking forward to this uh, week's uh, Them Thrones. Uh, I, I felt like it was a, a pretty good uh, episode overall. Uh, a lot of stuff moved forward, but um, it, it was still a little bit of uh, filler and in-between stuff. Like, you know, nobody major really died. I thought a lot of people were going to die this week. Nobody really died that I thought was going to die. So, um, And I didn't get my Theon. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, you sound a little disappointed, sir. Yeah, I didn't tune in for Passion of the Gendry. I tuned in for Passion <laughs> of the Theon, and I was a little bit let down. But um, let's get right into it. Um, first things first. Um, they they had Arya hanging out with uh the Hound. Oh my girl, Arya. <laughs> yep. See, she's she's captured up now. She's kind of turned into this year's Sansa, but with brains. You know, like she just goes from right. one captured situation to another. Oh. Thing. <laughs> yeah brotherhood with banners this shit uh or brotherhood without banners or whatever um but yeah so dog is chilling with her and she's not having it because she's g um and <laughs> she, 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 she decided that she she was not a fan <laughs> He snatched her up mid-escape. She doesn't even want to be there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just let me go home and try my chances in these woods. And he's like, nah. So he was like, look, um, you lucky I got you because it's a lot of uh, rapey-ass niggas and, like, pedophiles and dudes who like to beat kids and shit out yeah. here. Um, uh, you know, all I want is my money, which I called it, man. I called that shit when he got... Mm-hmm. When he got jacked by the Brotherhood a while back, I said, yo, he's about his paper, not his raper. He gonna get his shit back, dog. And I appreciate him, uh, sticking to the, to the G code of getting his paper first. Um, much respect to dog on that one. But, uh, yeah, Arya wasn't feeling it. So, um, dog, uh, went to take a nap. And <laughs> <laughs> as he's wont to do, you know, it's a lot of, you get tired out there on the road. Um, and even though he had told her that, you know, uh, you know, uh, he's taking her to, to see her family and shit. He's like, uh, I think just before that, she's like, yeah, she saw him sleeping. She's like, yeah, let me get me a rock. And while he's sleeping, I'm just going to crush his head with this big ass rock. And, and I start hearing the mer- the music from uh color purple, that African music. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. It's going to happen. <laughs> 
and um when she got close he didn't even like open his eyes he was just like i give you one chance and uh after that um i'm gonna fuck you up and she she decided that discretion was the better part of valor and uh put that rock down so that's where she's like sansa she's more curious than she is a killer (laughs) so she's like you know what if he's willing to go through all of this and i'm holding a big ass rock let me go ahead and put this down real quick and see what happens yeah right he gonna fuck me up if i miss <laughs> and she he like so then they were on the horse and he told her his plan i need my money taking you right. to your family so why don't you chill out and she was like i'm gonna kill you anyway i was like god damn like, he was trying to be friends uh aria <laughs> she was like nope he got time for friends no no new friends no new friends <laughs> she lost the only two <laughs> friends she had hot pie exactly. and ginger <laughs> so uh yeah um dog is taking that was like where they left off with them but uh i figured that i figured she'll either get reunited or something but dog gonna get his money and i and oh and then he told her the story of how his sister uh her sister almost got raped and he saved her and Arya still gave no fucks no fucks it's just Sansa she's gonna get raped eventually (laughs) (laughs) if it ain't one day one day it'll be the next so you know know. it's not about when it's about who (laughs) (laughs) plus plus dog got no he has no cooth he has no like no nuance to his speech so it's like he's telling her he saved his her sister from being raped but then he's saying it like all fucked up like i saved that little stupid whore from being i was like damn dude you're not helping it's not helping so and am i remembering wrong not that that still even plays a part now didn't she and sansa have a fight before the father died like they didn't mm-hmm. leave on the best of terms like if they each other thinks the other is dead like mm-hmm. their last conversation was a fight so she's like fuck that bitch i don't forgot right. about that she's like why you save her i mean sure <laughs> i guess um but yeah i appreciate him being about his money so that was that was what i took from that scene um then we met the second sons who oh. <laughs> <laughs> they need a spinoff yeah oh they need a prequel can spin-off. we get a prequel <laughs> yes i would watch a web series prequel hbo go get on that uh uh-huh. i need that in my life because those dudes had no table manners <laughs> And they just showed mm-hmm. up to the Khaleesi's uh set uh set, put their feet all on the table. Um right, right into VIP and just sat down and started asking for bottle service. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> all up in your videos, all up in your all up you in your VIP. <laughs> so uh yeah, they um I didn't even catch the, the two dudes' names that were talking the most shit, but uh the main cat was like um his Look. name was Titans Bastard. That's the yeah. only reason I caught his name. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> the Titans Bastard. And he was like, uh, look, um, I, I feel that you think that you can, you can take my dudes. Um, and, uh, Khaleesi's like, somebody run these numbers past this fool. And they was like, you got, <laughs> <laughs> you got 2,000 men and we got 10,000. Oh, I love it. Let me get my dragon calculator. Hold on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> somebody we pull out the advocates real quick what's my accountant so they ran the numbers past them and they said look we got over ten thousand unsullied and you got like two thousand men so why i don't know how you expect to beat us and dude was like hold up now it's like eight thousand y'all got eight thousand unsullied to our two thousand and they was like that's still a lot motherfucker he was like uh well we'll see you know i'm willing to take my chances <laughs> Up. right i thought i was like that's some badass shit to say you know the, the and she was planning on 
that dude's sexism to work against him like i can't lose to a girl but he apparently uh he didn't give a fuck about losing to a girl because he was like uh i tell you what show me what them titties do and um (laughs) if you uh like pull out some vagina something somebody getting fucked around here he's filling all on the um on the translator chick that with the natural hair i'm like these dudes are fucking worse than people that go to hooters man just handsy and rude so uh and that that was the best scene of the episode for me when he turned up uh to see her afterwards oh near the so, end yeah mm-hmm. that, oh, that, that, we'll get to that but that was my scene for the episode oh man khaleesi's she'll be i was just if was she there. doesn't win the actress who plays her she doesn't win something this year something's wrong i need see i wish justin was here because we gonna gush all over khaleesi and uh, i know he would be hating but <laughs> he, he couldn't make it today but um yeah so uh second son's leader trying to fuck people he's sniffing the maids vaginas and shit that um, was so rude so that rude. made me really mad for some reason so rude no reason you know it's not even like she was trying to dress provocative or nothing man they just some fucking hooligans so uh they decide that uh uh they got she gave them like the night to think about if they trying to, to go to war with them dragons or not and uh they did not seem phased by that shit but um you could tell this one dude was gonna be somebody his name was like dario mm-hmm. uh and, my man with the side braid he was very pretty yeah oh so, <laughs> yeah such a uh he was like the light-skinned dude in new jack city you know mm-hmm. this pretty motherfucker never liked you anyway um so uh he he was chilling um uh, being pretty and shit smiling at the khaleesi being nice everybody else ain't have no manners uh and then he said his full name so i knew he was somebody i was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't no need to introduce yourself as that if you was just third title second son leader true um and they made a point of punking him in front of her too because she was like well listen commander he's like commander he's a lieutenant come on bitch um <laughs> so, so he got <laughs> he got ashamed and shit but uh he took it in stride you know and uh they left and he looked back at her kind of like mm-hmm you looking good and i was he like bookmarked okay. it. he bookmarked it yes he's <laughs> like he's like uh add this to my favorites and she definitely was in his spank bank at that point so mm-hmm. it was very nice of him um so that, that that's where they end they went to go think about it next scene we get back to stannis and melisandra oh lord mm-hmm. <laughs> she she finally came home after leaving uh lord stannis uh by himself for so long uh and i'm sure he was uh i'm sure he was tripping i i I kept i kept hearing uh seven whole days in my in my mind oh lord seven whole days without without a word word from from you you. i felt like that seven whole nights (laughs) yeah that's how that song goes that's how i felt like he was just sitting there listening to sad tony braxton music uh (laughs) till she got back love should have brought you (laughs) right go through the whole list yeah she does make a lot of sad movies yes yes she does um even i think one of them is like sad love song is the title but anyway so she comes home and he seemed like he was pretty pretty hype although she came home with gendry gendry and Mm -hmm. um he's got king's blood in him and and she was like kind of seducing him and being kind of flirty with him at first and i'm like you know she's getting kind of in his personal space being real nice calming him down 
and uh stannis didn't like that shit as a typical insecure jealous type of nigga mm-hmm. as soon he was handcuffed so soon as gendry left he walked up like why you got your eye on that dude like this i see y'all up on him what's the problem you know that uh you know how much i love you and um she was like look you don't pull out a knife and let the sheep see it when you're about to slaughter his ass exactly and i said that is a cold bitch god damn <laughs> that is some cold pimp shit to say man she's like well, she, she's, she'll she'll have a she's the type of woman that would have a husband but sleep with some dude to pay their rent mm-hmm. yeah and then <laughs> and then when you confront her she just breaks down the bills to you like you mm-hmm. don't even you don't get a say you like but not even no she wouldn't even break it down do you like living inside right and then silence she's like do mm-hmm. you know how much you spend on shoes every month mm-hmm those those Jordans don't buy themselves like you just find out that you involved in this shit too and that's what she did to Stannis she was just like <laughs> she was like look uh you don't let them see the knife when you kill the sheep and then they won't panic they won't run off and you can kill them easy and he was like bitch you sound like you killed a lot of sheep and she's like well he's like oh well excuse me then uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i kept thinking she's gonna kill dude anyway i thought she's gonna kill him last week so uh i started feeling bad for gendry but she was like look go to your room take you a shower get some ne- nice fresh clothes and uh, i'll be up to see you at the wild and uh like a man gendry was thinking with his dick he's like all right then i'll let you and uh with the change <laughs> uh so we finally cut to one of my favorite characters most underrated on the show davo seaworth and uh-huh. he's sitting in his cell last a couple months like maybe two or three weeks ago the daughter of stannis uh fish face she yeah. she promised that she was gonna teach him how to read so he was see where was, was in this yeah he was in his cell he'd been doing his lessons he's getting his fantasia on and he was uh <laughs> <laughs> He was stumbling oh, through some words. It was very reading rainbow. It he was. was pronouncing everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He he said that like duck duck duck. I'm like, good job, Seaworth. Good job, buddy. Um so uh Seaworth though, man, he has one character flaw, and I feel like it's the one character flaw that gets everybody killed on this show, is he's such a stand up dude, but he don't know when to shut the fuck up. Right, everybody has too much conversation. Ah, oh, Stannis came up there like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna let you out, dog. Uh, I came up here because you know I feel bad about the way shit ended. Please do not hit my woman again, dog. Okay, like she, <laughs> you can help it. Right, <laughs> she letting me let you out this time, and you know I really need you. To, and he's like, "All right, man, I won't hit her again, but I might speak up against it because I can't help myself." And he was like, "God damn, you stupid!" <laughs> like. How many times we got to go through this same drill? Stop talking about my woman. I'm sensitive, man. I'm sensitive. Um, and then Seaworth told this, this story about how he was basically like an atheist and he didn't believe in none of the gods. And I mean, I understand that in like modern day society in America, but this nigga lives in a time where there's dragons and pussy poltergeists. Thank you. Believe in something. <laughs> yeah. You got to pick something, bro. Okay. Dudes are making fire on swords with their blood. You don't get to be an atheist in no. this reality. <laughs> having fights to the death and then dying and calling do-overs. No. Yeah. Pick, pick one. Pick <laughs> something, dude. That, that's ridiculous. Oh, oh, man, that was the most preposterous conversation of the show. <laughs> well, there is no God. So I was like, okay, dude. All right. Explain that fire sword shit. Okay. No, you can't? Thanks. Um, 
so yeah the, the mercenaries they cut to the second sons and they're sitting around having uh uh sharing a stripper she's basically giving uh giving lap dances or something um and <laughs> they're giving a um that they're, they're, they're having guy talk you know this is locker room talk here um and you got the one guy who was the leader the the titans bastard and all he's thinking about is how he's gonna fuck the khaleesi um and obviously fuck everything he's he's about fucking that's what he was letting everybody know oh a lot of he's co- about that life <laughs> yeah a lot of cock talk going on you know <laughs> i enjoyed her outfit out of everything in that scene mm-hmm. because she went to the young guy frederick the hollywood or something it was all like strung up and had pieces and yep. no glue no glue but it was all <laughs> no glue Mm-hmm. She was dumb like rocks, but she looked good. Yep, cheeks hanging out, dudes kissing mm-hmm. on the ass, slapping her around and shit, and she liked it. You know, she's mm-hmm. like, uh, dudes, <laughs> and I like the Titans bastards line, which was uh, that uh, Dario is a a, pr- a whore who uh, uh, something like he's a whore who doesn't like being a whore. Some shit, basically comparing mercenaries to prostitutes because you get paid for a service same um, idea yeah so he's like you a hoe too and i'm a hoe and we're gonna kill this other hoe because she getting in our way <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hold up yeah he's like we might can't beat our army but we just sneak in at night one of us will kill her so they they drew coins and um they were gonna decide like which one of them would kill her they made the prostitute that they were with uh hand the coins out and dario got the the coin that says kill the khaleesi and then, and she really proved how stupid she was because instead of closing her palm, she closed her eyes. Right. And so she wouldn't look at the coin, but close your eyes, boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. All right, stupid. But um, <laughs> she so she, so uh, Dario just they they kind of end the scene with him having this look on his face, like, huh, I got the coin. Well, sorry, fellas, and that was it. Like, you don't know what happens. There's no evil intent on his face or anything. Just cut to the next scene uh which we'll we'll get back to later but um i i enjoyed that scene a lot um and i'm gonna miss the titans bastard so we need a prequel because he's good uh, he needs serious because he was too much fun just in that couple minutes because from the moment he came on the screen and walked in the room you know he's not gonna make it out of this episode is he right. like, there was no question <laughs> he was going to die no one disrespects the khaleesi like that for that long you know and like she was so calm about it too no dragons around her nothing mm-hmm. yeah that was the thing too like she like there was never a point where she panicked man and we'll get back to that later because she does that the entire episode where it's like mm. fucked up situation and she's just like okay let me deal with this real quick um all right so we cut back to um the imp and he's explaining to Cesar like it's time for us to get married so I want you to know I'll never hurt you and you don't have to worry about, you know, anything bad happening to you. Do you drink wine? She's like, only when I have to. He's like, you're going to need something tonight, though, because it's going to, my family ain't shit and you know they ain't shit. So, like, it's going to be an ordeal. And, uh, says is like, um, still feeling sad for herself. Oh, God, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> How does she? Every time she comes on the screen, I check to see if I need anything. Do I need a drink? 
<laughs> do I need some water? Because I have to pay that much attention because she's, she's just going to do stupid shit. How, so does she, how does she not know that Taryn is the best possible outcome for her in this I situation? I just don't understand how she hasn't thought this out. Oh, my God. There's no situation that uh, uh, the other dude, Loris, is gay. And they right. weren't, you know, they weren't gonna let him marry her anyway, marry her anyway, but still, he's gay. Joffrey is a fucking evil ass bastard. And Tyrion is the only one that's like, look, we gonna get out of here, girl. We gonna move somewhere. I'm gonna be fucking Shay. I'm gonna right. leave you alone. You ain't gotta worry about all that. Um, all he's you gotta do is He's always been chill. kind to her. He's never made anything as sexual as he is. He's never made any kind of sexual reference towards her, at her, near her, any of that. Mm-hmm. She should be happy. This is vacation. Yeah. Compared to Joffrey. There are very few progressive men in this show. There's Dario, the dude who is like, man, we probably shouldn't be fucking these hoes. I like women that want to have sex with me. I ain't into this rape shit. And then there's Tyrion. There's like two of these motherfuckers. And Dog. And Dog of all people. (laughs) (laughs) Dog is like, I don't take the pussy. I got a standard. So, you know, I'm like, I don't get why she's so mad or whatever or or sad. Um, She needs to cheer up. Um, <laughs> Marjorie had a conversation with Cersei, which made me cackle like a fucking witch. Because <laughs> uh, Marjorie tried that same sisterhood game that she pulls oh, on Sansa. Not gonna work. Cersei, do not no fucks left. No, no new friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her 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 her, 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 fr- her friend list is full. Her friend list is not just full; it's locked. Sans, uh, Cersei's account is private, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, she. The moment Marjorie went to link arms with her, you saw her pull back like, "Don't touch me!" (laughs) But she let it happen. She's like, "No." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, well, now you don't touch me, so I get to say whatever I want to." Uh Um. So yeah, she tried the sisterhood. Like we're gonna be sisters and this, that, and the other. And Cersei. Uh, gave her a speech about how, um, you know, this shit is all contrived and bullshit and she knows she's slick. She thinks she's slick because her family trying to be the most richest and most powerful and this, you know, y'all ain't, you know, I'm on y'all's game. And, uh, before I leave, you ever call me sister again, I'll have you strangled in your sleep. Walk off, drop the mic. Damn. Say something. I loved it. Say something. Find something to say. <laughs> yeah. And Marjorie's, and she did all of this. In a, at a public event standing like right next to her so it was one of those moments where you can't come out your face nope. so marjorie just had to get her face game together like ah okay then i'll talk to you too later girl but <laughs> <laughs> i call you i call you yeah, no no it's cool it's cool she always walk off like that this is how she is this is how, this mm-hmm. our relationship yeah that's my sister I mean, don't say it to her, but you know, <laughs> don't tell I said it. Yeah, don't tell I said it. It's my sister. Um, you don't want to be your sister. You're not her type, right? She's like you ain't. She's like <laughs> you're different. You're cute like that. <laughs> you're a different type of evil than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> different type. So, um, yeah, Joffrey, um, had to uh, give Sansa away at the wedding, and and true dickhead fashion, didn't even tell her that's what he was doing. So know, hurt, and she's so stupid. God, she's so stupid. She shows up and sees Joffrey there, and instead of just being like, okay, obviously he's here to give me away, what else will he be doing? She goes, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) I can't lie, if I said Joffrey, I'd do the same shit. Like, nah, nah, you about to pull out some last minute shit I didn't know about that's some ancient ass rule book in the back. Fuck you, no. 
Sansa will never have a chest face, dog. She, no. she cannot play poker, man. She just straight up was like, oh no, it's happening. He's marrying me instead. Uh, Joffrey. Oh, Joffrey, he found some shit in a book that says you get to fuck your ex-wife at the altar or something. Like, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Sansa. I would have been scared. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have been scared too. She, now she said, uh, uh, he goes, uh, well, your father's moved on to the realm, so I have to give you away. I'm like, uh, you moved him to the realm, remember? <laughs> Nobody You're forgot. You're in charge of relocation. <laughs> right. Nobody forgot, uh, your assistance in getting him to the realm. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he gave her away, but as a true dickhead, uh, of course, the imp, being, uh, a little person, uh, cannot stand at the altar eye to eye with his bride Sansa's very tall by the way so they have like a step ladder that he would stand on and he can see eye to eye put the ring on her finger put the veil over her head uh, apparently Joffrey decided uh, after giving away Sansa he uh, it's like it's like give, give a penny take a penny he took <laughs> he took the uh, ladder he decided that uh, he that's coming with him and he had this smirk on his face um like watch this he really is jamie lannister's child because he just took that ladder and went, have fun. What, what a <laughs> fucked up move and the priest is so like flabbergasted and shit he just goes through his <laughs> ceremony like normal like not realizing the implication of this and he goes he's like mm-hmm. uh okay well i now pronounce you guys uh husband and wife you can put the veil on your bride's head and uh they stood there for a good 20 seconds with joffrey uh snickering in the background because sansa is a big dumb child she didn't figure out that you, she just turned around like he was magically gonna catapult up onto her back kneel down dummy right <laughs> no just so stupid just so stupid man so uh she had to kneel down the imp told her and uh i gotta say man chair placement and physical comedy this season for mm-hmm. the imp it's been on on point this year like <laughs> it's been good man a lot of a lot of uh subtle not getting at his height of me directly but kind of getting at it um i like hey. it i like it um um so yeah they, they 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 put he put the veil on her head and that was the end of the wedding scene um melisandre cut back to her and she's now in the room with uh gendry mm. and he's like chilling and she's like hey man why are you so nervous and he's like because you are an evil ass witch and i've been oh, thinking sure. of- <laughs> <laughs> now that i think about it yeah without in these couple hours since i haven't seen you and uh, thought about how hot you are uh i've realized this is a dangerous fucking situation <laughs> um and she was like uh calm down man have something to drink and he was like i'm not drinking that shit and she was like uh oh you think it's some poison in it and she drank it and then she then he was like i guess i drink some but that's the same trick she used last season mm-hmm. and someone really did get poisoned because it was poison in there she's like i'm i'm a witch nigga poison don't hurt me she's made of poison man. right she's like where do you think these pussy poltergeists come from they don't birth themselves <laughs> drinking this poison i got to maintain the ph right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um she's <laughs> She, uh, you know, drinks her crown royal. He drinks some and he's like, all right, cool. Um, and she, and then she hit him with like, drink up, drink some more, nigga. He was like, you know, I guess I, I think I'm good. And, uh, she's like, well, uh, let me try to seduce you. And she starts 
seducing him up man taking his clothes off putting the titties out i'm like oh man your dick is not your friend you already know <laughs> you know it's like every time a dick comes out in a situation like that on this show some bad happened afterwards so uh she got him on the bed she's straddling him and shit man like uh really riding him and i'm like oh man he, he really think he gonna get some and then she started basic instinct in his ass man tying his arms up and his legs and he still was going with it like okay oh, uh this is a little different. I didn't know you was into this. Oh, doing some bondage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, uh, anytime secret bondage come out of a bed, man, it's never good in a movie. No. And, uh, yeah. he ended up getting his ass, uh, Theon, cause he was all tied up and she hopped up off his dick like, oh, all right. Well, time to do my, my duty. And, uh, right then the door opened and Stannis and, and Seaworth come in. So it's even more embarrassing. Um, and she put some leeches on this nigga, and it was oh. gross. <laughs> yeah. I had to turn away. It was too much. They used like real leeches and shit. I thought she was gonna put them like on his face or in his mouth or something. Like it was gonna be no. some weird bug, but she she took it worse. She she went. She found a, a way to to make it worse. She put like one on his chest, one on his stomach, and one on his dick. Oh yes, I, I don't understand because you already were having sex with him at that point. You could have just asked him and he and told him it was part of how you have sex in Dragonstone, and he would have fell for it because he's not that smart, right? I don't know why you had to tie him up and put it on the stick. She just cruel, man. Because like if she would have just said, "Look, man, I'm gonna cut your hand. I just need a little blood," he probably would have did it, right? You know? And now you just made him mad for the rest of the time that you have him that you're not going to kill him. Right. Yeah. How you going to get him back to being a regular sheep after this shit? So she she takes the leeches off of him after a few minutes, uh, including the one from his dick. And he seemed to be very upset by this. Um, And yeah, I didn't know dick leeches was the hotness, but not a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, So she looked like that would do something in i don't know really mess mess you up man yeah yeah I, you know you and also i don't get what the point of the sex was for dick leeching i just don't well, understand i guess all the blood rushed to it so there was more blood there and oh, it was okay. easier to get it maybe maybe but you would think she put three dick leeches on his dick then i don't know uh, she's just talking with him at that point that, yeah. i don't even know what an she's, asshole just she's ass mm. anyway so she takes the leeches because uh, apparently Stannis and uh, Seaworth want proof that, you know, there's some power in the king's blood. Because Seaworth is like, man, she could just be fucking this nigga up for nothing. You know, you got, right. you know, your brother got killed and he shared your blood, but he was coming at you for your crown. Gendry hasn't done anything to you. Are you absolutely sure you need to kill this dude in order to, um, you know, succeed to the throne in order to, to, to win this war? So uh, she takes the leeches, throws them on a, a grill uh you know puts a little oh. barbecue sauce on them oh you uh-huh. can grill them yeah they uh-huh. yeah charles uh my man uncle charles showed up he was like i i knew her I, we ate leeches with the dude um wasn't nothing special about it until today <laughs> but um <laughs> so they eat they uh put the leeches on the barbecue and they start blowing up like you know like you can see little puffs of like something explosive in it so that must mean his blood is valuable to some extent. So, and they were saying different names over them because they said Joffrey and then cut to Joffrey, and yeah. that one like exploded. Yes, so we which I was hoping meant Joffrey's head was just gonna split the fuck over, but I realized that was a bit too optimistic on my part. Man, 
man like i like when they said the name they said rob too like they, mm-hmm. i think they said rob first did joffrey and i was like you know what if rob has to die for joffrey to die it's cool let it be <laughs> it's cool let's just get him out of here man but um yeah they said names over him the leeches like exploded and uh i guess we'll find out more about what that means with his blood later but uh, that was into that scene um cut to the party oh this part it was like every caribbean wedding i've ever been to (laughs) (laughs) it was like the the last scene in how to be a player for people that ever saw that shitty movie (laughs) like just oh my just fuckery on every corner man like you take two steps and some fuckery happens um they had the imp sitting at the table it was you know the uh what do you call it the reception afterwards everybody like the head table kind of idea yeah yeah they're all eating and stuff and um he's drunk off his ass and <laughs> he's telling sansa like you know uh she's like you straight he's like oh i'm straight girl you know that's what i do the imp baby you know um and uh his dad has already told him, like, you know, you're going to have to do some things. So, uh, you got, you know, he wants him to have a child. And, you know, that's why they made him get married so they can ha- have offspring and then they'll control the North because they'll have right by blood. Um, so, uh, Sansa is, is like, look, I just need to walk off, get some fresh breath, get some fresh air or something. Uh, so she starts walking off. Joffrey, <laughs> Joffrey gets up from the table. And Cersei just is, is just asserting how impotent her control is over Joffrey at this point. She's like, don't you need to sit down and talk to your own wife? And he's like, uh-uh, I got a lifetime to troll her. I'm about to go troll this bitch <laughs> one more time. So do what my daddy taught me. Be right back. Yeah. <laughs> so he went and followed Sansa. And, of course, he always has his two, like, like guards with him all the time. So, like, they kind of, like, cornered her in a little room or something. And he was basically like, uh, you know, my dad wants you to have a Lannister baby. I mean, my, you know, my, my granddad or whatever. He wants you to have a Lannister baby. But um, just so you know, it don't matter which Lannister gets to tap that ass first. So, as soon as my uncle goes to bed and passes out tonight, I'm going to be up in your room and I'm 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 going to rape you. And my boy's going to hold you down. And you know how we do, man. I'm, I'm gonna get me some, so I don't care how it goes. Tell me that's not some Candyman shit. So <laughs> fucked up. I'm coming for your ass later. Wait. Yeah. And then suddenly, Sansa realized I probably should have set my ass back down and goes back to the table. I don't know what she was thinking being around Joffrey at all. Um, no. And I, you know what my problem with Joffrey and his threats is? He doesn't even whisper. At least mm. whisper. And make me feel like you feel a way about what you're saying to me. He says that shit like he would just announce it at dinner. I'm a rape sample later. I hope you all like the peas. Right. <laughs> Pass the potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so, so that was, so Sansa goes back to the table. Meanwhile, uh, Tywin Lannister was mad as shit. He's just sitting there looking at the the imp getting drunk stewing just like motherfucker i can't believe you out here drunk again all you do is get drunk fuck hoes i told you you know you can't, <laughs> can't act right in public not even once for me so he walked over to him when sansa was gone and was like hey man you drunk as shit right now and you know you're supposed to be fucking that girl i want that baby tonight get the fucking i'm tired of this shit and he was like uh-uh bro remember 
you call me a lustful uh <laughs> a lustful drunk so i'm just doing my part i'm drunk as fuck and i'm gonna be lustful so uh <laughs> you, need, you need to chill out and um tywin could not refute that logic but he was still mad and he's, then he did like Khaleesi and gave himself a new title that he's the god of tits and wine. Yes. Which I'm getting on a business card. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say that about myself from now on. I like that. <laughs> Holler at Vista Print like, yes, uh, 250 <laughs> gods of tits and wine, please. I would like to uh, pass this on to people. But uh, yeah, he was good, man, in that scene. Um, that would be a cool name for a porn shop. Mm-hmm, god mm-hmm. of tits and wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. I uh, do too. That'd just be a cool name for a shop where you sell alcohol and pornography. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we can't do that already in America. Ain't that's, that's the truth. Seems like the next level. But, um, yeah, so, uh, the, the new god of tits and wine gets confronted by, uh, the angry ass king Joffrey who decides that, uh, he wants to see some fucking right there at the party. You know, he's like, hey, uh, my troll in the sands that hasn't gone far enough why don't y'all strip naked and get the fucking man like that's part of the ceremony i'm the king and uh and uh Tyrion was like hey man that's not cool bro and he said i'm the king if i demand it it'll be cool and he's like you demand it i'll take this knife and cut your dick off and he was like hold up what and the, the, the like the record skipped on the on the <laughs> 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 everybody froze the position like wait what shit <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh Ty- tywin man is so like he's such a g mm-hmm. uh granddaddy lannister just stands up and he's like oh i'm sure that uh Tyrion didn't even mean anything by that he would never threaten the king and tywin uh and Tyrion thought about it for a second holding that knife and he goes <laughs> yeah i was just joking dog it, it was joke Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh they decided and then he then he played real real drunk and was like well let's get the fucking come on sansa grab her by the hands like let's get up out of here do what we got to do you know how we do girl and um sansa finally for once in her life shut uh-huh. the fuck up and just went along with the plan Oh, thank God. I thought she was going to say some dumb shit. Oh, you're too drunk for this or something. (laughs) Shut up, Right, just shut up. Just go with him. He's saving your life right now. (laughs) The only dude in the room that gives any fucks about you. So she she goes back to the room with him, and he's like, well, um, I I guess uh, we got to fuck. And she's like, okay, now I'm ready for my wine. And she, she starts drinking. And, uh, she goes to take off her clothes and she gets like halfway through and he's like, uh, how old are you again? And, uh, she said 14. And then, <gasps> yeah, see. He, he was not drunk anymore right then. <laughs> yeah. He was like, you're a child. Yeah. He, he sobered up real quick. Uh, and so, uh, seems like you're ready came on and he was like, <laughs> he was like, AJ, AJ number the number. <laughs> yeah. And then, your body's calling me came on and he said you know what nah i'm good i'm gonna sleep on the couch you sleep in the bed don't even worry about it um Mm -hmm. and if one day you decide to sleep with me then that's cool and she said well what if i don't decide and uh which is a nice way of saying nigga i'm never gonna fuck you and he was like uh then that's cool too we'll see what happens you know nobody can make me fuck anybody i'm I'm a man damn it uh and that was cool because when they woke up in the morning shay came through and was like checking Sansa's uh drawers or something. Was like, oh, cool. You checking the sheets? Yeah, shirt off, play. 
She brought <laughs> breakfast and she checked the sheets. Oh Lord. <laughs> and then she gave him a smile like, Oh, you ain't fucker. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. You know. <laughs> um but yeah, man. Um so uh Khaleesi uh I mean, so Sansa didn't get fucked and um you know, it's good. Not I, I still thought when the imp passed out she should have moved a dresser in front of the door just in case. What? Yeah. Well, I would have slept my back against that door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Joffrey might have been serious, you know? you know? And I probably would have told Tywin, too. I would have been like, sir, um, I don't know if you're down with this, but you'll... you'll Oh, get your boy. Get, get your grandson. <laughs> your grandson is tripping hard, okay? That's what he told me. Keep it on the low. I ain't tell you. You ain't heard it from me. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we cut back to um, the Khaleesi. Oh, that just reminds me. We didn't get no Jon Snow this week either. Hmm. Nope. All right. Well, we cut back to the Khaleesi, and um, she's getting a, a bath, talking to uh, the uh, former slave, natural the hair translator. translator. And she's, they have a good conversation about speaking um uh the whatever the, the language is that uh the cow the cow Dothraki, yeah yeah she's speaking Dothraki, and she was like she was like well, you know um you know how it is i came from the bottom now i'm here i started you know at, at the ground floor but you know how i do i speak all these language and shit and uh she's like yeah it's pretty good you know you all right with the Dothraki and shit but uh you know your havalarian is pretty dope and she was like fuck you mean all right i'm nice with mine you uh, know uh, she tried to my husband told me no he was he was fucking you at the time right, though yeah. so he might have said some things mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, was his penis inside you because that could lead to a lot of compliments that you that come back later you know uh so yeah she uh the the translator was like yeah um okay and so khaleesi tried to break some out and she fucked up one of the words and the translator corrected her and she was like, uh, but it's cute though. Keep it up. Your ha, your Valerian is great. Your ha Valerian is good though. It's real good, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, you didn't have to learn it under threat of death like I did. So it's completely different. Um, and right about then she walks out of the frame, the, the translator and we hear a gasp and Daenerys opens up her eyes and she's like, hold up. Who done came up in the, who done came up in my crib? And it was Dario Naharis, linebacker for Alabama. <laughs> Eight year old. <laughs> Number 29. Dario Naharis, the Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, look, uh, I got my knife to you, girl, so nobody scream, okay? Uh, but I came here to talk to you. I'm supposed to kill you, and um, it was and and it was kind of cool because, like, she she uh the set uh the, the the Khaleesi didn't even get scared. Nope. Like she is <laughs> naked in a bathtub, man. The most vulnerable you can get as a human being. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. I got my ass whooped coming out of bathtub one time for uh ah. getting kicked off the bus. Worst whooping oh, no. I yeah with a switch. Worst whooping I ever got. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. And that dude had a knife. So I'm just saying, 
she didn't even disturb the surface of the water. Nothing. She put the washcloth down. That's just about all that happened. Yeah. She's like, let me put my washcloth down. Listen, what's the problem? You interrupted my bath time. And he was like, look, uh, I was supposed to come here and kill you tonight. She's like, well, are you going to kill me or not? Don't keep me in suspense. my hand <laughs> I don't got time all day. I don't got time for this shit. Do I finna need to take the shower or not? So, uh, he's like, um, but I'm not going to kill you. She's like, well, what about your superiors? Wasn't you just a lieutenant this afternoon? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna kill me i'm gonna talk to you like asshole yeah <laughs> like you you fucked up then um and so uh he he said oh don't worry about them uh and he pulled out a bag that had both of the the heads in it the 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 captain and titan's bastard um just decapitated uh carried around the um the head, heads in the bag man pulled them out threw them on the ground and she got she stood up in the tub Walked right past them heads, which just through the tulips over the heads. Like, excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> just so gangster. Never broke eye contact with this man. So I'm like, is she gonna seduce him, kiss him, fuck him? And all she did was stand in front of him and had a girl put that robe on her. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. and the pussy is closed for the night. You game at the hours. <laughs> you got to see it though. You got to yeah, see it. Yeah, you're welcome. But you ain't on me. She said, "Now, why are you doing this shit?" And he was like, "Cause you're so beautiful, you fine." And she said, "How you know? How I know you're gonna be loyal?" He's like, "Um, well, I'm loyal to me mostly, but I do what the fuck I wants to do." And she was like, "Hmm, well, that's kind of like the rule for being in my army. You get to do what the fuck you want to do. Uh, do you pledge your loyalty to me?" He was like, "Hell yeah, girl, shit." And um, now he in the crew, and I can't wait to see how Jorah handles this shit. Fuck Jorah. I want to see what Grey Worm does. Oh, it's going to be a problem, man. He pretty. Grey Worm already had a problem with his whole crew. <laughs> pretty Ricky. He pretty. He got like, I guess, 1,097 dudes under his command now. And um, he, he, might be a, he might be a problem, man. So, uh, you know, uh, well, I uh, wait, 1,997 men under his command because he killed two. And I'm assuming he's one. So he, he, you know, he's gonna be a problem. He's got his own army, his own say. He does what he wants. He pretty. He in love with the, uh, Khaleesi. And Jorah and them niggas still steady in love with her. But they old. So it's gonna be problem. They're, they're in a different kind of love with her. They've, they've resegmented yeah. it. They, they love, they, they like the show. Right. <laughs> they're in the friend zone. So hard. Right. So hard. Like if she would have pulled the titty out, they would have, definitely try something but they know not to because she the khaleesi but uh dario don't know any better he's gonna try that so uh all right last scene of the show uh we got back to my boy peter from the cosby (laughs) in the woods and i knew something special was gonna happen with peter because they've been sticking with him and you know i always root for the fat people in the apocalypse man gotta stick together I'm tired of people always trying to hate on us. Like, y'all not going to make it. Zombies and shit. I'm like, come on, dog. We might. It's just sheer averages. Um, So uh Peter's and that baby and that girl were hanging out in the woods. Uh They got into a house. And, and he still can't start a fire. <laughs> still. 
<laughs> I ain't mad. I can't stop one either, dog. This nigga's job is to be in the woods, though, Karen. It's, it's completely oh, okay. different. I'm about to say, that's not my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unacceptable. He's like, he's like a stripper that doesn't whack. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> something wrong with that picture. It's, it's that's, your, that's your only job. It's like a voice, <laughs> it's like a boy scout that can't tie a knot. You know, like, oh. dude, what are you here for? So, um, they were talking about her daddy issues and he said, Hey, my daddy was mean too. Uh, mm-hmm. well, I guess not like yours though. He wasn't fucking me, but he was oh. mean. And just <laughs> <laughs> say Christmas wasn't fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he used a, a big word on it. He said philosophical and she got and she mad. Said, Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I feel like, I feel like you're using these big words trying to make me feel stupid. Is that what you're doing? And he's like, nah, I forgot you was incest homeschooled. That, that's not my fault. <laughs> um, and so, uh, they were coming up with names for the baby because he decided that just naming him boy wasn't good. And she brought up Castor and he was like, why the fuck would you oh, name him after oh. that? <laughs> that's a, that's a problem. Uh, then she used, she tried to name him after his father. He said, don't do that. My father ain't shit. Uh, meanwhile, they just forgot that the tree outside of this cabin has a face on it and is red in the middle of the winter. I can't. Right. The leaves are red and the tree has a fucking face. But the birds are multiplying by the fucking minute. Yes. Even walked up. Yes. The crows are just gathering and shit. And I was like, the only thing that could make this scene better is if it was the racist crows from Gumbo, uh, Dumbo. You shut <laughs> up. Like, that <laughs> That's the only way. <laughs> Fly talking shit. That's the only way it could have been worse of just more force. I'm with the little pet hat. Yes. <laughs> talking that black racism. <laughs> oh, Disney. But, um, but, uh, yeah. So right about then, the crows just get louder and louder. And, uh, he comes outside like, uh, what's all this hubbub, bub? And, uh, it's a white walker in the distance. And he's like, yeah, uh, I saw my, um, my cell crows got a call, got a text. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently y'all. He wasn't even running. He was legitimately sauntering towards Peter, like, I'm gonna get there. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't need to run. He's, he's like, I ordered this baby takeout and I know y'all ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, um, Peter, uh, uh, from the Cosby Samwell. He, uh, tries to come into, he pulled out his sword. I have not laughed so hard. Like, I rewound the sword thing like five times. Mm-hmm. Cause he, he was determined, like, I'm gonna pull the sword out. I'm gonna protect you, girl. Get back. And, uh, he pulls out his sword, swings on the white walker. It catches the sword, freezes it, and shatters it, and slaps the fuck out of him. <laughs> Peter went, he went 20 feet and hit a tree. <laughs> That's the fastest he's ever moved in his whole life. Ever. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was so good, man. He bitch slapped the shit out of Peter, man. Um, so, uh, Peter didn't want to give up, man, cause, you know, it was get, the White Walkers getting close to the baby, and now, um, the incest girl is like, Mm-mm, you can't have this baby. And the White Walkers like, come on, dog. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me have to hurt you too, you know? Um, so, uh, Peter, remembers that he had uh, a knife from last episode that he found in the middle of the woods and he is he doesn't like look at it like it's special he just wants to protect the girl and it's the only right, weapon he has last weapon. Yeah. right so he pulls out the knife and i'm thinking like he broke the sword dude why are you, why are you gonna get killed over this chick um 
and he, he he runs up and stabs the white walker in the back with the knife and it turns around and it starts turning to ice and it falls down on the ground and then it breaks in pieces and you know this is the magical knife somehow that can kill white walkers with one stab and peter leaves the shit on the ground and runs off with the girl okay i would like to say peter has no fucking training but i'm with peter on this one because i don't think he necessarily put together that that knife was special i think he just thought he hit the sweet spot (laughs) yeah he's like you did at that moment myself because then the crows started following them i just can't wait till uh um, yeah the crows do chase him off and they're saying all the racist shit from dumbo you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like i ain't seen you in the coons age and all this shit and uh he just runs off but um yeah uh <laughs> that would have been funny though the crows would be like lordy lordy he done killed another one <laughs> but uh so they run off or whatever and they leave a the knife on the ground and i just in my mind fast forwarded to like two weeks from now when he's telling somebody he killed a white walker and they like bull fucking shit <laughs> you killed a white walker word word right well, well show me the secret knife oh man it's in the woods dog i ran like a motherfucker it's like okay we gotta go back and get this knife but um i don't know what kind of metal it was or what anyway he uh he leaves a knife there and that's the end of the show uh patrice what are you looking forward to next week well, it's the second to last episode, so I think we're going to have to start wrapping up some things. Arya is going to have to get somewhere. Yes. Or either decide to sign on, because she didn't really agree to stay with stay with the Hound, I think. She just kind of heard him out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but actually, no, two weeks from now is the second to last someone in the chat pointed out. Because next yeah. week is Liberace, so yeah. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. I will be um, live tweeting that. <laughs> yes. But uh, um, I want to see what goes on with Jon Snow. Yeah, because I still don't trust Orel and all those other guys, and I think they're going to confront him about not really being down for them. Yeah, yeah, the story and, is moving fast, and there's so many mm-hmm. stories that they're not even able to cover all the stories in one week. And I have to believe that we're going to end on a cliffhanger in the last episode at Joffrey's wedding to Marjorie. Something's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, maybe there's not enough time to wrap that up clean. Yeah, I want to see what's going to happen with Gingery's blood. Like, what is it that mm-hmm. it does? Because they were calling out people's names and shit like that. So I need to see what that does. I think that's all going to go down to Joffrey's wedding. Once she said his name over that slug, I think we're going to pull that through and we're going to end on that at the end of the 10th episode. I'm into that. I need to see Jamie. Yes. And, yeah, I, I got to about Jamie. Jamie and Brienne got to get back to the King's Landing, man. I can't wait till he finds out that Cersei about to get married to the gay dude, man. He gonna be pissed. I forgot about the Yogi Bear squad, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he only gonna have one one hand. You know everybody gonna have jokes. I mean, yeah. wedding jokes. Uh, Joffrey gonna definitely say something about that one hand, dog. That's Oh, that's coming. Like this is gonna... one person that I would smack him with the other one though. So <laughs> uh, I can't wait, man. So uh that's what I'm looking forward to the most too. Um um I guess uh whatever's gonna happen with the khaleesi too um as far as when she's gonna take over that city because now that her army is joined again by more people it's like ten thousand people um you really gotta wonder man like why won't that city just open up the doors because i don't know who friend is that friendly that uh you think you can you think you can just uh cuban beat them 
them 10,000 soldiers, dude. You're going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. I think that's the truth. All right. Well, um, Patrice, it was a pleasure talking yeah. to you again. Um, of course. Make sure you guys check out the Hell and Heartaches. Right. Um, know them thrones next week because yep. uh, it looks like, you know, we'll have uh, the Liberace, uh, uh, the Candelabra movie behind the Candelabra. Uh, I am so gonna be around for that though. I'll, oh, I will be live tweeting that, and if it's good enough, maybe we do behind the Candelabra. Maybe we do that. Um, awesome, yeah. So we and this should be good. If this shit ain't good, man, I'm gonna be mad as fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm. I'm, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hyped for it. I don't know what I'm gonna do if it's no good. I'm gonna get mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm probably gonna lose some followers if it ain't good because i'm gonna be talking shit like are you fucking mm-hmm. kidding me but um yeah so we'll we'll hit, hook up next week hell and heartaches at patrice c on twitter like i said you should be following her i yes, know we get so much love for this segment and honestly segment wouldn't be half as good without patrice so ain't that the truth make sure y'all follow her man um, yeah because y'all watch it yep we'll talk to you next week patrice see you guys bye peace, peace. oh man love that woman she's awesome um so first things first karen um we actually need to play some stuff from um from our spinoff shows i forgot to play the trailer yesterday i know we was so excited with just wood yesterday yeah so um let me uh play the trailer i'll play two of them today since i forgot to play uh any of them yesterday uh which is my bad so um <clears throat> here's the first one it's the medium talk promo i talked to afro sin chick uh afro centric sorry on uh twitter and we had a good conversation she's a pso a phone sex operator that one is really good y'all she and, was um, a ball it's a nice little interview um i'll, I'll play the trailer for you it was hard to chop, it was hard to chop this down by the way just want people to know it's very hard to chop this down because i felt like uh everything we talked about was just so good it was um, and this is definitely the longest trailer i cut but it's about three minutes and some change so let me let me uh make sure the sound is up for everybody just in case and it looks like it is so all right cool let me uh let me play it uh where we go there we go one two three four medium talk hi welcome to medium talk it's zan aka at afrocentric on twitter uh and it's a-f-r-o-s-i-n-t-r-i-c-k hey zan how you doing I'm fantastic. Turns out you're a PSO. Um, yes, I'm a phone sex operator or a phone actress. Um, I basically talk guys into a nut. They pay one ninety nine a minute to the company, and I get a percentage of that. You know, it's basically, you know, some men uh, are horny or they're truck drivers, or it could be any kind of story. But they call me. I feel great about my job, and I do a, I've been doing work in the adult industry for a few years now. When you were working in the novelty store, um, did you ever talk to the customers? Because I feel like that place is almost like a prison where people <laughs> don't make eye contact and they don't hold conversations normally. Right. We're all in there for the same reason because we all fuck. Mm-hmm. That's why we're in the sex store. That's like a huge demographic in the adult industry. Middle-aged white dudes apparently need this shit. And I hate to sound racist. And, you know, but is your audience mostly black? Yeah, it's I mean, fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. The white people I mean, not listening, but the ones that do listen, I've trained them, so don't worry about it. <laughs> While, you know, I'm doing all this masturbating. Now, a lot of PSOs mm-hmm. don't actually masturbate on the phone for real. Mm-hmm. I do. Me too. That's exactly, that That would be the reason why I actually have to put my hands, you know, on my drawers while I'm on the phone, because otherwise, 
I'll laugh when the guy says some shit like, yeah, I see you over there in the corner with all that cum on your face. Right, <laughs> right. Are you fucking kidding me? The first thing that we have to do when we are actually uh, hired is we need to pick an alias. And mm. we pick up the five aliases, but we have one main alias. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, my <laughs> alias is Roxanne. Well, I, what about the people that are like, well, and let me suck some dick, too, and let me eat some cum? You think that that's just... Uh Part of the fantasy, too? I think that's just a fantasy that they've never got to realize. For example, I have a rape fantasy. I have an Mm -hmm. active rape fantasy. I'm one of those people, if you got a pistol, pull that shit out and put the safety on. Don't bother unloading it. Let's have a little fun here. But in real life, I would never want to get raped. I've never been raped. That's not cool. I'm very, very against it. But it's just a fantasy, and some of these guys, you know. So maybe they, you need like someone like Wesley Pice, who has two gun tattoos. So it's not a real gun, but you know, it's kind of like gun right at his waist, right there. You say what? Yeah. Actually, the phone sex industry has made me realize how racist a lot of people still are. Not that I was ever in doubt. I like a little bit of slavery play with my wife. Like what I'll do is I'll just go out like pick cotton two, three hours. What the fuck? Come in the house with no shirt. I'll just like. <laughs> Come in the house, put straw in my hair. You know how it is, you know. Um, talk Master been had me at work all day. Bring yeah. that asshole. <laughs> right. Master say I got to, I got to make a new slave with you. Um, <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't go over too well in the house. But all right, so no, that, that wouldn't go over too well in the house. <laughs> that is the only tweet Karen sent me about the show. By the way, she it was <laughs> it wasn't this is a good interview. I liked it. It was uh, we will not be doing slave play. No, now, so you would not be coming in with straw in your mouth, chewing tobacco. Yeah, I forgot to put the music on that one, so I'll, I'll maybe I'll play the music version on another show. But my bad. And then uh, we also did another balls deep, um, and I'll play that trailer. And we should have two more new trailers for you tomorrow. So let me play the balls deep. Hey Rod, are you ready to go balls deep in sports? Hey, chilling man. I see you over there chilling, being all light skinned and shit. Trying to man. I even wore a bright shirt just so I could shine a little more. Ty Diamond from the Hot Pod Podcast. What up, Ty? The homie Rob from the Atypical Sports Show. Uh, my man Dick Trickle. Dead. Yeah, I, I feel like it's his parents' fault for naming him something that could be picked on so much. Of course he was going to kill himself. I'm surprised he made it 71 years. You know what? Here's the deal. I thought Dick Trickle was black. I had to go look at it. Dick Trickle was white? Yeah, man. I know it sounds like an old 70s pimp name or some shit, but now nah, he's a white NASCAR driver. So how do I explain that I didn't feel as bad when I found out he was white? <laughs> well, you explain it the same way we always do, with racism. Okay. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. fuck LeBron because he's ruining the NBA season by ending this circle. Complete oh, coincidence. Man. Complete coincidence that the Heat don't have any light-skinned players except Shane Batman. Mm-hmm. This is Mark Jackson's first coach. I don't think he's an overrated coach. I think there's just a there. What there is is there's just a baseline for coaches have to learn some some stuff in their first year. Like you said, the Spurs just put that old man game on him. Uh, even Kawhi Leonard, like he it was like he got an old soul or something. They started doing. <laughs> it's the cornrows. Is he ain't got no old soul? He's like a fucking 1995 creative player on NBA Live. <laughs> he's just a good kid, you know. He yeah, he was a book bag. He's just so nice. He doesn't want to disrespect any of the other players. He's just a kid out he there. He plays Xbox. He plays Xbox with his friends he doesn't online. Doesn't brush his hair, just like other kids from the front. Yeah, I like, and that's the other thing too. I really want the kidification of Durant just to stop. It's 
it like it, at this point it's pretty much emasculating. I don't think his own family likes him, to be honest. Outside of outside of the Jets organization, I, I don't think his own family likes him. So I don't know how he keeps that job. It's white privilege. It has to be because he's so bad. Like he's just I just think butt fumble every time, and it was the greatest play of all time. <laughs> I love butt fumble. Hey, Mama. hey, Mamba. Last week it was his mama trying to sell his stuff. And this time, it is his uh, basketball father betraying him, stabbing him in the back, too. Uh, Phil Jackson apparently has a book coming out. Is that what we're calling it? Michael Jordan got strong social skills, fucking white women, and being a degenerate, drinking and gambling and smoking cigars. That being an asshole. Yeah, that's social skills. Come on, man. With bigger shoulders and a sturdier frame, he also had large hands that allowed him to control the ball better and make subtle fakes. And his dick was also three inches longer. Yeah. Keep, keep going, Phil. Keep going. Uh, he was balls deep on me. All right. <laughs> so um, that's the second episode of Balls Deep. And uh, we are, you know, uh, got a little. Um, if you like Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, it might be a little hard to listen to the last 20 minutes uh, where I meant to wrap it up. Um, but uh, we got into some good mj hate man fuck that dude so <laughs> it just got a little out of control um and that you know but i enjoyed the uh hey mamba segment and i hopefully everybody else will and can't wait till this friday to do it again man so uh and we'll have two more previews we have a lip smacking good preview mm-hmm. and uh hopefully if i get it edited and out everything tonight or tomorrow you guys will be getting uh my new medium talk episode well, I talked to Ask Shay B. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Shy B. Um, so yeah, I talked to Shy B today, um, as part of Medium Talk. So, uh, it was pretty good conversation. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I enjoyed talking to him, uh, very much. And, uh, it's amazing how much stuff I agree with him on and how much stuff that, uh, you know, didn't sound that crazy, man. And, uh, I enjoyed, uh seeing you know his side of things so it was pretty cool man i don't necessarily agree with everything that dude puts out for the most part uh but uh it was good to see from his point of view uh how it felt to uh kind of you know be the star of black twitter as he called himself so um it was a fun interview and uh you know i enjoyed it so um what else do i have to say all right so Oh, and then if you've been getting emails from the site, I'm putting old episodes up. Let, let's mm-hmm. explain the archive. Like, yeah. uh, basically, to cut our costs with Podomatic, because uh, we're doing this full time, and also to give people incentive to uh, join the premium program, we took all the old, old episodes, episodes off of the RSS feed, off of Podomatic, and uh, we're putting them on the site slowly but surely. Uh, a little bit every day i think we're up to 30 archived episodes many of these shows you probably never heard, heard before of, yeah especially uh, if you came on like later in the game so for a lot of people they're brand new especially for the people who didn't take that who didn't go back and listen to them this is right. give you a chance to go back and listen to the old episodes back when the show was 30 minutes a week yep 30 minutes <laughs> can you believe that literally like our first shows like we did 45 we was right. on the road i remember reading the descriptions of some of these episodes it's like sorry the show is 45 minutes guys uh we'll try to cut it down next week but another one said uh hey we the first 20 minutes is about the tea party so if you want to skip past the politics just go ahead and i'm like god man we used to be so fucking new ah! 
Like now, I used to be concerned and cared. Yeah, I used to care what people thought. Like that is crazy. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, that's what you're getting emails about if you're subscribed to the site, and um, definitely go check it out. Um, the easiest way to access all the shows is to go to blackouttips.com/slash/premium. There's pictures for each different spinoff show and the archive shows. If you click on the picture, it takes you right to the page full of those shows. So if you just want to see like, oh, what archive shows are up? Boom. If you want to see what, um, you know, what, what lip smacking good have, uh, have, has been recorded yet? What, um, what balls deep do we have? You can just go right there and check it all out. So, yeah. So we, we also want you guys to know, uh, for the iTunes and for the Stitcher feed, it's only going to be 10 episodes up. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll get 10 episodes. 10 current. Right. And then we'll always leave this one like, where are the old episodes up for people that want to know? But, um, yeah, just trying to encourage people to get down with the premium. Uh, 50 cent a day is how I like to describe it. Or $15 a month if, uh, you're balling like that. Yeah. Just uh, for those that want to ask, it's $15 a month. We ain't no pick per. We're not doing that right now. It's $15 a month. Yeah. There's no like buy this one show and all that stuff. And, you know, also, um, there's, you know, I understand that some people can't afford it and stuff. Yeah. We do understand that. We'll always do the main show for free. So you guys can go out there and put it in our rss feed download it um and we're working on some rss feed issues with the actual site because that's a little more difficult to do but you guys will be the first to know when when we got it up i'm sure we'll be extremely proud of that yeah we we will and we want to tell everybody thank you in advance for all your your love and all your support and all that good stuff uh speaking of them thrones i forgot to mention a couple things one bert kreischer i think that's how you pronounce it a kreischer Mm -hmm. he has eighty five thousand followers he's a person that's been on the gym room um uh show mm-hmm. uh his podcast mm-hmm. uh he tweeted that he loves hashtag them thrones wow the shit is blowing up man <laughs> how the <laughs> fuck did he hear about it i hit him up it's like how'd you hear about it he didn't respond but you know maybe he's got a lot of people asking him questions and shit of or course. you know comedians are really weird about their twitters anyway but yeah i just thought it was cool man that he knew about them thrones Although I have no idea how he figured it out. Maybe he saw it trending Sunday night. You know what? It, it, it does trend. Like, like mm-hmm. it's literally, it, it, it trends probably more than people think. So a lot of people do Game of Thrones, them Thrones, like they'll tag them together. And I forgot to mention the guy that plays Dario. Um, he actually had, he used to be a rapper or something. He has a rap video on YouTube. I, I'm going to play some of his mad rap skills. Let's see here. Apparently his name is Reach Screen S K R E I N. I guess it's gonna be epic. It is a minute into the song. He hasn't rapped yet. So. Yes, I haven't heard a damn word. <laughs> He also has absolutely no hair in this video. I'm a little shocked by that. Yeah. 
Which one was the one? So they up and run, hit the road and scarf it. Each one don't amount to jack. She's in a capsule, fat feet, and these little bastards. So heartless, lift it all alone. Four kids at home, I go gartin. A sponge of a hustler, thinking I ain't no buster. I'ma get paid, get made, however. Them city girls I see on street ain't no better. I'ma use what my mum gave me, don't pester. I'ma get dark, so she get caught, push her legs apart. Then a man bought two for two, no less. Now, I can't understand his accent. Me either. I, uh, it sounds like he's speaking another language. Yeah, I know he's speaking English, but right. it just literally sounds like another language. But he on beat and shit for the most part. I mean, all right. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Um, So you guys can yeah, go Yeah, there's check nothing that out. epic about that to me. Let's talk about some articles and some guest race and stuff. Let's do it. Uh, Father who set up a video to catch a paranormal activity accidentally films his son having sex with his girlfriend. Well, that is pretty, I guess that is paranormal for parents. It's pretty paranormal. You know, um, what if she had a paranormal tits? You know what I'm saying? Up top, fellas. A father <laughs> who rigged up a video camera in his kitchen to capture ghost. <laughs> he thought we're haunting his house. Accidentally caught his girlfriend making love to his teenage son instead. Oh, shit. Yeah. And now the weirdest part is when that happens, you're obviously you're going to be shocked. You're going to be hurt. Uh, you gotta confront him. You're gonna show him the evidence. But like, a part of me wonders, do you save that? And like, maybe a year or two later, do you jack off to it? Like, how does that work? Do you keep that in your spank bank or does that, you know, go in the trash? Can you, uh, can you not jack off to it? Will you be disgusted? You know, what if it was really good sex? You know, you really gotta ask these questions. That's what we at the Blackout Tip do. We ask the tough questions nobody wants to think about. I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's probably going to jack off to his son if you skip two years into the future. Mm-hmm. Convinced, convinced his home had been overrun by supernatural spirits, the man from Tasmania, Australia, set up the camcorder in his uh, kitchen, pressed record, and went to work. But when he returned to view the footage, his paranoia turned to horror as he watched his partner of 11 years. Well, look, if she's your girlfriend for 11 years and you hadn't put a ring on it, Something told you, you know, you knew. <laughs> that was a very long time to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Of 11 years, entered the room, began canoodling his 16-year-old son. <gasps> yeah, you know his ex-wife was happy as shit. I told you you couldn't trust that bitch. I waited 11 years, but I was right. The 28-year-old woman, who cannot be identified for legal reasons, pleaded guilty at Australia Supreme Court to five counts of sex with a minor. Five counts! Mm, she was banging on that counter. Yeah, every time she made him come. Five. Mm-hmm. Claiming she hadn't realized 16 was below the age of consent. The court heard how the affair began when she went into her de facto stepson's bedroom weeks earlier to discuss his driving lessons. Well, I guess he must drive stick. Yes, he drives hard. Mm-hmm. Wow. Won't be fooled again. But the conversation soon turned to tickling. Then kissing, cuddling, and sex. He later took the boy. Yeah, she later took the boy upstate where they had sex several times in a hotel room. The boy's father was so angry when he saw the pair petting in his haunted kitchen. He confronted his partner about what he had seen, but she downplayed it as an innocent cuddle. He was just cuddling me from the back. Uh, I was cuddling on top of him. Then he cuddled all on my face. You know how it is. You got to cuddle sometimes. You know, the other thing I wonder, too, 
why didn't she just say that the, obviously the evil ghost possessed him and made them do that that's what she should have said because he's dumb enough to believe in ghosts she's just like oh the ghost must have possessed us and made us we didn't do that the ghost made you see that but his son told a different story admitting that they had sex on several occasions then he said up top the man called the police ah! and his girlfriend was duly arrested the court heard the woman was ashamed and embarrassed by her actions and had tried to repair the broken relationship however her lawyer steve chopping uh <laughs> chopping. Yeah, chopping somebody was chopping them cakes down yeah they was she accepts this is not a relationship which can or will continue david justice porter remanded the woman in custody and will sentence her on monday the case continues that's just sick just sad um here's a guest race uh tiara drake accused of trying to poison family with detergent lace cheese a North Carolina woman oh is charged. Mm-hmm. A North Carolina woman is charged. North, oh, North Carolina. There, you happy, chill? Goddamn. <laughs> Your ratchetness finally made its way up here. A North Carolina woman, originally from Florida, is charged with trying to poison five family members after one of them refused to share some cheese with her. You have any cheese? A statement from the Nash County Sheriff's Office said 24-year-old Tiara Drake Wanted some of a relative's cheese on Friday, but the woman refused to share. Oh, maybe she was in our future. I like cheese. I like cheese. I like cheese. I like cheese. 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 Sheriff's office said uh, Drake awakened before the rest of the family family the next morning and used detergent, window cleaner, and household cleaner to poison the cheese. Damn, that's wow. a that's overkill. That's why you got caught. Just stick with one, man. Everybody knows you just need a little bit of antifreeze. It's sweet to the taste. Okay? Ah! All my poisoners just out a there. Drop is all it takes. Yeah, all my poisoners out there listening to the blackout tips. Look, a little bit of antifreeze, maybe a couple eye drops, something like that. Kill them right away. Nobody ever know. The rest of the family made breakfast with cheese and began eating it before one of them determined it was tainted. Drake is charged with 15 counts of attempted first degree murder and jailed under $5,000, oh, $50,000 bond. She had a court appearance on Monday, but didn't have an attorney at the hearing. Guess the race of Tierra Drake, cheese poisoner. Um, say cheese is a decoy, black, round eye, uh, whiter than a Peter North cum shot. Oh, that's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of white. He didn't say government cheese, cheese omelet eating white. Cheesy bread and brand name cleaning products, Mr. Clean White. One who pats her head while it, when it itches. Drake voice, fuck my family, they don't share that cheese, black. Tierra is tricky, but that's a government cheese meth head cracker. Bottom of my shoe, White Walker, black Negroes, mad cause she brought it with, uh, FS, black. Correct answer is, black. Can you believe it? Black, y'all. A black woman killing over cheese. Now, this is what has happened. This is when you know that this fight for equality in America is starting to become, you know, a university, man, a universal. Sometimes you have a black serial killer. Now, black people killing over cheese, you know. That's typically a white thing. A Greenwood man, guess the race, faces a battery of charges following an arrest during the weekend. Sparked by reports of indecent exposure at an apartment complex. Sebastian Thomas, 35 years old, 
of Greenwood was charged with assault and battery, dis- battery, disorderly conduct, indecent exposure, public drunk intoxication, resisting arrest, and false, giving a false name and or date of birth in connection with the incident. Police were dispatched to Twin Oaks apartment complex around 8.30 p.m. on Friday. They found the suspect dancing, mood, dancing nude with his pants around his ankles. Wow. Mm-hmm. In, par- in a parking lot in front of one of the buildings. Officers noted that there were about 40 people in the area at the time. The majority of them were children. Wow. When officers arrived, the suspect quickly pulled his pants up, walked away barefoot with no shirt on. Officers noted the man was glassy-eyed, unsteady on his feet, and reeked of alcohol. As police questioned the suspect about dancing nude in the parking lot, he became combative and told officers several times he filed a lawsuit against the police department that is pending. At one point, the man said, I got $15,000 on your head right now. The suspect continued to resist officers' orders and was forcibly handcuffed. On two occasions, he swung his arms around and struck one of the officers on the shoulders. He continued to be resistant when officers took him to the self-regional medical center to be treated for a cut on his foot. And he was later jailed. Guest eraser Sebastian Thomas, 35 years old, uh, pants on the ground, pants on the ground. Uh, wait till you see my dick, Ying Yang Twin, black, white. Wow. What that happened to my daughter, and he was white. So peeping Tom Cracker, do you know who I am? White Patty, cops guest star, white. Filed a lawsuit against the police, Jack Kennedy, white. White, they are only they are the only ones that will threaten you when when they fuck up. Go to yay, whiter than the devil. Lawsuit, mayonnaise snowball, white. Sebastian wow. French, white, whiter than a Mitt Romney rally in Alaska. Correct answer <laughs> is black. Oh my! Everybody is over two, just about. <laughs> Everybody's over two on this shit, just about, man. Oh, fucking up all y'all stereotypes today. Yes, I love it. Um, this is not a guess the race, but a man who was upset with maintenance workers. I hate having maintenance workers in my house, guys. Mm-hmm. I've let shit sit for weeks that I'm like, this needs to be looked at, but I don't want you in my house. Ain't man. that the truth? And, and 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 then sometimes they piss me off because we have an alarm and we have a big ass sticker that says our alarm is on and, and they'll come in the house anyway and yes, the alarm will and go i've on. called and told them you know hey i've actually called in advance and was like hey we got it fixed and they was like yeah 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 obviously they didn't write that shit down because the yeah. maintenance man put his ass in here then next thing you know you got a law force calling you at your job got your heart skipping yeah. you calling them going hey why is my alarm going off oh um we got somebody doing such such a you didn't email me come on now we have and also like the right now the air conditioning fan stays on too long it's supposed to cut off like every once in a while and it just stays on and on i've been manually turning it off because i don't want the motherfuckers in my house like, I know I need to take care of it, but it's just like, oh, not today. Uh, tomorrow. I'll call them tomorrow. I don't want them in my house tomorrow. I don't, maybe the day after that. I don't want them in the house. <laughs> like, like, I don't want these motherfuckers in my house. So this man was upset by the with maintenance workers that came to his apartment to fix his washing machine. He was arrested and accused of pulling two handguns and making terroristic threats. Oh, snap. That's right. Um, maintenance workers told police they were threatened by a resident with handguns while fixing his washing machine. Upon arrivals, officers met with the resident. Investigation at the scene revealed the resident owned two handguns that were reportedly used in the incident. Police seized two handguns, a Taurus 357 Magna and a Beretta, uh, PX4 Storm. The residents. That, that sounds like a gun on, that's on a video game. Get, get, get yeah. that PX4 Storm. 
upgraded right (laughs) (laughs) uh the resident stephen e eisenberg 55 years old well you know i like to say 55 years young you know let's not judge the man um uh you know could be living exuberant life where he likes to pull guns on people that's all um but uh yeah so the resident steven eisenberg decided that uh he didn't play that shit where did my story go uh nope that's not it there we go uh he was taken into custody and charged to make a terroristic threats he's um he's unemployed and was released after posting fifteen hundred dollar bail pending further court proceedings so just crazy all right back to guest race me uh taylor powers college student 21 had to be rescued yesterday at the afternoon off of colorado mountain after she ingested mushrooms stripped off her clothes and scuffled with two classmates with whom she had been hiking wow after receiving a 911 call that a female hiker was high on mushrooms and in distress i don't understand why people do mushrooms i get that everyone's like oh it's, if you do it in the right perfect setting it'll be fine but like Anytime I read about a bad trip, I'm like, why the fuck would you even fuck? If there's like a 5% chance that I'm going to be miserable on some drugs, I don't want to do them drugs. Like I need a, I need a pre, like a 99 percentile chance that I will be fine. I don't like the 27 rules of mushroom that are unwritten and shit. It's like, well, you got to take half a tablet at one point and then you yeah that's there. why i don't do drugs i don't know the rule they be like here's a cookie here's a weed cookie and my ass eat the whole cookie you ain't right. supposed to eat the, how the fuck was i supposed to know this so uh she flipped out um they called 911 they respond they responded to chautauqua park park uh power scene above was located by a park ranger who discovered that the university of colorado undergrad had removed all her clothing and was being restrained by two male companions rescuers had to handcuff the unruly powers who struggled as she was placed in a rescue basket cited for unlawful consumption of a controlled substance power was transported to boulder hospital where she was treated and released last night further charges are pending against others involved so now because you that's the other thing because you freak out on the mountain maybe i can handle my mushrooms but my ass gonna end up getting in trouble too because they probably like oh who had these mushrooms who gave them to you yep where did they come from and then the whole crew going down yeah so guess the race of taylor powers uh mushroom uh druggie kenny powers illegitimate grateful dead grateful dead fan white or illegitimate daughter i'm going down with my stereotypes uh hold on let me scroll back up real quick i'm going down with my stereotypes black folks don't do mushrooms we smoke weed white Shroom chomping white, whiter than someone who played college ball at Duke, then got drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Beach Boys white, Meg Griffin, cloudy with a chance of mushrooms, white. Aww. <laughs> High and naked on a mountain white, white trash 3.0, good credit score, and whiter than privilege at a Taylor Swift concert. Correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. It was a white lady, everybody. Mm-hmm. That was easy. That was easy. Uh, we cannot get out of here without covering some sword ratchetness, Karen. Okay. Oh, so our duty to the people. Okay. Two suspects armed with a handgun. And a- oh wait, I did this one yesterday. <laughs> um, here we go. Okay. This is actually an article uh, that we could play. Video, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a I dude. Do you have to reset it? Uh, you know what? I might have to reset it. I, say, I don't see nothing playing. Oh, I think it was just about to play too when I hit reset. <laughs> my bad. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Sometimes it takes a while for this shit to load up. It's not not my fault. And we 
are following developing news out of Inglewood this morning. Inglewood police are investigating. Inglewood involved shooting outside the police station. Investigators say a man broke out the windows of eight squad cars last night, either with a sword or a machete in the police parking lot. Police say the weapon was about 18 inches long. When the man refused to surrender, he was shot and killed by an officer. The suspect's identity has not yet been released this morning, and the officer who shot the suspect is on administrative leave. And uh, you guys know how I feel. Um, first of all, it's about time to start taking this shit serious, okay? <laughs> you, a guy walking around with a sword, it's just as dangerous as a gun. You shoot to kill. Okay. Um, why? Well, let's talk about this man. What's next? A New Jersey man accused of hacking his road rival's hand with a souvenir samurai sword during a 2011 fight on the FDR drive insisted he was defending his life during his trial in Manhattan Supreme Court Thursday. So you hack somebody's hand on the road, you get out your car with a sword. But you say you're defending your life? Really? Accused attacker Julian Ruiz, Ruiz said Michael Heights rear-ended him after a contentious lane merging, then clocked him in the head, threatening to take it further. Ruiz told jurors he thought if I don't do something, I may not go home to my family. Ruiz, a father of five who was suspended from his job as a peace officer, said he only failed, he only flailed the sword. And while falling, accidentally slicing up Height's hand. Yeah. Right. Right. You accidentally used a sword. Okay, bro. Well, you one of the latest from Snapped. Accidentally shot my <laughs> husband right perfectly behind the ear. I was tripping across the room. It, and uh, Is this one against the race or no? No. Okay. He chalked the sword, toting up to his passion for Tom Cruise two, 2003 flick, The Last Samurai. What? See, this is another reason I hate these sword on the motherfuckers. They go get swords because it's shit like I saw an anime once. Bitch, we all saw the goddamn anime. Yes, we Not did. all of us went out and bought a motherfucking sword. Yeah, I know, you know? my sword came bunkai. So. Right. I saw Terminator. I don't just go out and buy a Gatling gun. It's not, you need to have, <laughs> need to make these decisions with a little bit more, uh, you know, thought than this. But Heist said self-defense claim is bogus as Ruiz, Ruiz slashed Left with him, left him with permanent damage to his left hand and sky high medical bills. He almost cut my thumb off. Oh, Ruiz cut him off the road, causing him to lose control. So he's the asshole that cut him off in traffic. Then he gets out because he got rear ended. He's mad, pulls out a sword, cuts this dude's hand. (gasps) But Mm -hmm. he the one that caused the wreck in the first place. Yeah. Yep. Heights 56 got out of his car to inspect any damage. Next thing I know, I see him screaming and running at me with a four foot sword. Shit. Ruiz is charged with attempted murder, first degree assault, and faces up to 25 years in prison if convicted. Now watch, they're not going to throw the book at him because he's a police officer. That's how they always do with this bullshit. It's like, well, he's, he's a police officer, so, you know, he's, he served the peace. Why should we do this? Fuck him. And fuck that sword shit. So, hope he goes to jail. <laughs> this ain't them thrones nope this is them real life all right guys um we'll be back tomorrow for our final episode of the week our guests will be jaquetta and katie from hey, hey you, you know, know it. it so shows at 9 p.m tomorrow night uh don't forget keep signing up for your premium membership uh, uh we'll have new shows coming out a couple new spoil reviews uh my ask shabby uh ask interview um and a bunch of other stuff man so i hope you guys enjoy all that 
um thank you everybody that keeps signing up i have a blog post tomorrow keeping you guys updated with how many subscriptions we have and everybody that subscribed to the site you're still going to get archived episodes and all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh posting on the site uh, as we keep uh manually updating these things by hand um so uh that's it for today so until tomorrow love you you too baby